Yo, we out here saying all kinds of wild shit. If you don't like swearing and all kinds of wild shit. If you don't like swearing and you don't like fucking music, get up on out of here. This is just plain filthy. So no head. Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I'm Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas, and we have more rumors this week. Of course We've got we some do. hype that we're we got some hype that we uh, have a lot of things expecting. We got some cool things to report. We got a lot of uh, superhero talk because Let's go. I rewatched I rewatched uh, Suicide Squad, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm in that mood now." It's perfect. But, damn near perfect uh, movie. How how was your week, Casey? Uh, long. I work. Long week. I work all the time. It's what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> Complete opposite from when it was all quarantine stuff. Oh yeah, I went right back into it. Remember that thing I said I wasn't gonna do? <laughs> I did exactly you know, I that. Said, As a liar. <laughs> and I said, I'm not gonna work myself to the bone anymore. You know, like a liar. Uh, if you were a serial killer, you'd be Michael Liars. Oh yeah, lies for um, days. Yeah, you you've been working a lot. Do they have like no days off this week? Technically, uh, I have like Monday and Wednesday off, but like I just oh, been weird sleeping. Fucking days. Yeah, like I I just sleep. Like that's what I do. Watch you just gotta kid. go in there with a bat and be like, where's my fucking Friday off, motherfucker? Yeah, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> we're recording this I'm in the morning. I'm having to wake up early in the morning. <laughs> we're recording this uh, on a Friday morning. I'm supposed to have every other Friday off. But I had two uh, day shifts on a Friday, like, last month. And they fucked that up. And they just haven't been giving me Fridays off. I mean, I had last Friday off. But I took a shift thinking, because I said something, like, the day before, like, it's weird that I have this Friday off, uh, but they scheduled me anyway. So here we are, once again, Friday morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with doing it in the morning, because, like, every time we've done a one that's, like, early afternoon or whatever, it always seems to work out well. I think it's because the day hasn't yet hit us, and so we're not, like, grocky and shit. Yeah, I mean... That's true. I mean, if we had, like, a morning radio show, I guess this is a morning radio show. It's going to go up at noon. It'll be just in time for your commute home. Like, goddamn. Maybe we should just yeah. start doing it in the morning. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, and my whole plan today was I oh, was going to do videos uh, after the podcast. And then I was just like, you know what? If I bust out my videos early on in the day, wake up early, do those early, do the podcast... I have the rest of the day to watch One Piece and play video games until Rampage. So oh. fuck it, I'm I'm doing. I'm just gonna vibe out for the rest of the night after this. I'm gonna miss half of Rampage tonight. I'm pissed. Well, if you don't get to watch it, there's a good chance that you'll be able to like hear my Fallout thing. Oh, thank God. I mean, it should go up like almost immediately. I will be there for the back half, and I don't think the thing we're theorizing. 
is going to happen is going to happen at the beginning of the show. That would be stupid. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so we kind of brought up Rampage. I'm not going to dive into the, the rumors just yet, mm-hmm. but AEW and Impact and all those working together have have had a lot of notable things happen in the last couple weeks. Oh, yeah. We've had uh, Christian is the new Impact World Champion. Good for Christian. Yeah, that was cool. He recently retired the TNA belt because that's no longer relevant. Yeah. Like, why would you carry around two belts? Like, stupid. Yeah. He beat uh, Kenny Omega in what was a great opening match for last week's Rampage. Ooh. I was very impressed. Loved that match. Loved it. I, I've never been a Christian fan, really. But that that earned my respect. I was like, yo, this was a solid fucking match. I don't know, Christian. He, he, he played the face really well. He did everything good. I didn't notice any botches. Like, and then the storytelling through the whole thing and the moment, like, really good. Christian's always been the, the always been my guy. Like, I've always liked Christian. I always didn't like that he was underutilized in WWE. I think yeah. he he's definitely not as good as Edge, but like he's close. He's he's solid. He's very solid. Mm-hmm. I would never say he's a bad wrestler, but I was always thinking like as a character because they never really gave him much to work with. They gave him the Un-Americans. Yeah. They gave him Edge and Christian, and then they gave him the whole like I'm now finally away from Christian, and now I'm with another tag team partner and Tom. Yeah, and then they immediately did paired him with Jericho after that, and <laughs> yeah, it was just like I'm a tag team guy, and then I'm a world champion simply sells to come back in. I'm a tag team guy. Yeah, that so, always bugged me. Like he yeah. proved that he he's a draw, like and he could do solo stuff. He was great in the early TNA days when he jumped over in 05. I loved what he was yeah. doing. So let's hope that he gets a decent run with the Impact title. I want him to put somebody over with it because having an outsider holding your title is a little weird, especially when you're trying to build up Impact. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it. I mean, I know he's not contracted to Impact, but I feel like, unspoken rule, he's not going to do anything stupid with the title, uh, especially because... Like, Impact is where he became Christian, really. Uh, So, at least the version of him that we know today. Yeah, so hopefully we get a good run with that as Impact World Champion. His first defense is actually against... Drumroll! Let's go! Brian Myers. Ooh, Okay. And I know on paper, if you're a WWE fan or like a casual that didn't know in like independent stuff or what's going on in Impact now, you'll hear that and you'll go, "That's fucking dumb." The Major Brothers. But Brian Myers is the most professional wrestler, and he's been doing really good ever since leaving WWE the first time. Yes. And then came back, and then left the second time, and became a star in Impact. He was on a winning streak. He has a good feud against Matt Cardona. He's tutoring younger people, and now he has something that he's doing with uh, both Christian and with Jake something. So it's a really good time for Brian Myers. This could be his moment. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be a good match either way. 
Oh yeah, the match is gonna be sick. I'm excited for the world of not WWE. Uh, and now to go to Triple A recently mm-hmm. uh, at Triple Mania, Kenny Omega had a match against Andrade. Nice. Now, in Kenny Omega's corner was the guy who's very synonymous with Triple A, Conan. Yeah. Conan was in his corner, but who the fuck? Did Andrade, I was called Andrew, Andrade come out with? Andrew. He came Rick out with Ric Flair. Flair. Jesus. Ric Flair. And he comes out, he's doing the strut, they're like both celebrating each other. End of the match, Ric Flair giving chops to Kenny Omega and then trading off to Andrade. Andrade hits him with a chop back to Ric Flair. They knock him down. I think Ric Flair hit a oh, figure four on Conan, and Andrade hit a figure four on Kenny Omega at the same time. Crowd was going nuts. Great moment. Amazing. And now, and now, um, Ric Flair is going to. Do... <laughs> I, I'm loving the wig. Thank loving you. Loving the wig. You heard it um, first. No, like very few people are gonna get that. Oh yeah, no, nobody can um, see it either. So, um, this bit is oh, yeah, even even better, even better. This bit is solely just, for TJ. Yeah, um, and now Ric Flair is doing a one-off appearance at the anniversary show for NWA. Nice. Yeah. So who knows? Are we gonna see Ric Flair with Tully Blanchard? And Arn Anderson and maybe one other person for the NWA reunion. Uh, yes. <laughs> I would say Barry Windham, but Barry Windham is not in the best of uh, shape or mental capacity nowadays. No. Uh, and now to the moments that we are here for. Yes. There's rumors for multiple people, as we went over last time. Multiple people for HSW. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, he got me. There's recently a thing going around saying Ruby Riot, aka Ruby Soho, is coming. Yes. Uh, she cut a promo. Well, not not a speaking promo. It's her escaping from New York and going somewhere else. And it looks like O R L. O R L. So New Orleans, New Orleans, maybe. O R L, Orlando. Orlando, maybe, or New Orleans, or whatever. We'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but, uh, so maybe it might be something else. It might be something completely, because it doesn't, uh, never mind. I was thinking Impact, but Impact is out of Atlanta or whatever, or North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be AEW, but it could be either Orlando or New Orleans. And so we'll see as time goes by, because they, they are touring now. They're oh, touring. shit. Yeah, that's uh, right. She could show up anywhere, really. Yeah, and uh, we are still kind of waiting for more things about the potential Brian Danielson. Yes. But everything right now is pointing to one Phil Brooks. Mr. Phil. Mr. Phil. Casey, please give your excitement that you were talking about this morning. Okay, so on the very first episode of this podcast... Uh, I said that it is inevitable that this man will return to wrestling. 
And no matter how much you guys don't want to believe it, and I've seen it everywhere, oh, he's trolling, he's trolling. No, the man has been dropping hints like crazy. Everybody's been dropping, Darby's been dropping hints. Kenny Omega's been dropping hints. Tony Khan's been dropping hints. Punk himself is posting on his Instagram story. He's made reference to Darby Allen in his Instagram story. He evoked today, like his story right now is uh, a... The cover of The Dark Knight Returns set to Queens Don't Stop Me Now. Like, this is happening. Like, it's going to be a thing. And I'm excited to see it uh, because... I, I wish I could put a boxy, like, clip in here of just her going, You's trolling! You's trolling. No, it, it's, this is what's happening. Like, I, I said it. Said it fucking four goddamn years ago. Like, now, how do you want this to happen? Um, I'm assuming Darby's gonna get on the mic and say some dumb shit, and Punk is gonna come out because he's been all about being the best in the world right now. Uh, so that's my take. I think uh, Darby's gonna be in the ring, or he's gonna be. He's going to come down. He's going to have this grand fucking thing. He's going to be like, I'm here in Chicago, and I'm the best in the world. And all of a sudden, Cult of Personality by Living Color hits, uh, which, you know, another hint. They follow Tony Khan and AEW now, which they didn't like two months ago. Um, so that's going to be a thing. Uh, place hey, is going to... I've got some, I got some strange drunk hobo that follows me, okay? And we're not connected. He might be my stalker. We're not connected, though. Yeah, but it's going to be a thing. The place is going to explode. Punk's yeah. going to come out. He's going to do what he does best. He's going to cut this big-ass promo. Or he's just going to challenge him to a match it all out. Which... I have, two, I have two ways of which I want this to go down. I have... I want Darby Allen to go out there and say, like, Oh, we're here for the special announcement. I just want to throw out a challenge to whoever thinks that they're the best in the world. And then the CM Punk theme, the old, like the one that everybody knows, the cult of personality plays. Yes. And then fucking MJF comes out. Ooh. And he, cause he beat the so-called best in the world, Chris Jericho. Yes. So a uh, spoiler, not really a spoiler. He had fucking days. Um, <laughs> and he comes out, they do everything. Uh, Darby lays him out and then old CM Punk theme starts. Ooh, and yes. Miseria Cantare from AFI. Mm. And then he comes out and it's like a new revigorated CM Punk. And he just gets in the ring, looks down at J MJF, hits him with a go to sleep, grabs the microphone out of, uh, out of, uh, Darby Allen's mouth, uh, hand and just goes hey Darby oh and then, and that's just that's just how it ends or I want somebody talking uh like saying that uh at all out Darby Allen is doing a match against a mystery opponent or something and then right away it's already spoiled on who it is as somebody from stagehand comes out and goes Tony Schiavone, we just got a uh, letter from the back. It's dressed to you. He wants you to read it right here on the air. And then they open it up, and it just says, it's clobbering time. Yes. Oh, that would be so and goddamn good. I, so you don't you don't see CM Punk. 
But he, it's inevitable. That is who it is, which will get more people to check out All Out because if it's spoiled for you now and there's no match announced for All Out, you might not watch it. Yeah. But if this is alluding to something that's happening at All Out, you just got so many more people to check out your product. Uh, I mean, I do like, I do like that. But the thing is, like. That is a great way to do it, but I would prefer him come out and do what he does best, which is talk. Talk shit. Let's go. Like, I wanted to pull a Devin and go, he comes out and does what he does best. Leaves. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out and just got, looks at the microphone, looks at the other guy, and just heads right back to the back. Doesn't say anything. They didn't say he was going to sign. He didn't say he was going to wrestle. He just said he was going to be there. <laughs> Arrive. Shows up, makes presence known, doesn't do anything, leaves. Arrive, leave. <laughs> <laughs> the mantra shirt. Just arrive, leave. <laughs> two words. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, okay. Um, we have we have a good amount of questions. One of them is going to take us a while to get through. Got because it. it. It encapsulates a lot of events. Because y'all fucks can't ask us yes or no questions. Yeah. To be um, like, hey, if you were born in this state, what do you think your life would be like? I want a detailed five paragraph essay. <laughs> um, I mean, the first question's kind of like that. Oh, great. <laughs> not not so long. <laughs> but they um, Brandon asks if you can live anywhere in the universe, where would it be and why? Not just on Earth, but in the universe, which has me wondering. I don't think life is sustainable, really, outside of the universe for humans. I mean, so we that, haven't that found kind of really it yet. Me. I mean, there's creatures walking on Pluto, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, anywhere that's warm, really warm and not racist or homophobic, which I there's not a lot of places. The, New all, Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand, probably, yeah. Like that would that would be a place. Uh, thought a lot about Ireland, uh, I, but that's not New warm. Zealand. New Zealand sees gay people. It's like, hey, it's a mate with another mate. Hey, just two mates. And you're like, yeah, exactly. Yes, good eye. And they were roommates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like. Oh, it's something completely else. Oh, that still works. Fuck it, that works. Yeah. Uh, so, what were you saying? Warm, non-homophobic. What do you say outside of New Zealand? Uh, I mean, Ireland is not that warm, but I maybe Ireland. Just fucking get myself a plot of land. They accept it. Maybe, yeah. Mostly, most of yeah, Europe. Outside of, like, the old Catholic, Catholic parts, probably. Yeah, like, outside of uh, Rome, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I would say my my thing is New Zealand, because I've always loved, like, the uh, the land. And, oh, like, yeah, the beautiful scenery, fucking country. And the mountain country. ranges and the water and all that stuff. Beautiful that fucking mind, country. But uh, overly, I, I'm not too picky. You, you make sure that I'm secluded enough from people that I don't get angry with humanity, but close enough to people that I'm not going like an hour and a half just to drive out to get groceries. 
Exactly. 100%. Um, and then I prefer it to be about 65 all year round. Yes. Perfect. And then I'm and then I'm good. I don't care if that's other countries, if that's just like fucking Maryland. I don't give a fuck. I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, Jack asks. Oh, shit. My buddy. Um, oh, this is an old question that we never answered on the podcast. So I just put it back in here. He yes. said, OG starter Pokemon. Trade, train, kill. Work your way through the generations if you want. Mm. Uh, do you want to just do the first generation or do you want to do like the first three and I can pull the first three up? I'm not going to lie to you. I only really fuck with the first three. So, I mean, I did play gold and silver, but after that, I was out. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'll be coming, I'll be coming, I'll be coming. Okay, I'm going to... I think I have a list now. You should be okay. Okay, started. I got the first three. I got the first three listed. So, train, trade, kill. I'll go down the list for the first one. I'll an- you can answer, I'll answer, and we'll go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle. Uh, train, uh, Charmander. That was always my main. Um, uh, trade... Squirtle, and unfortunately, I gotta kill Bulbasaur. Like, sorry, man, you're cute and all, but mm, hate to see it. See, I'm like the exact opposite. Oh no! <laughs> I'm trained Bulbasaur. I'm trade Squirtle, and I, I unfortunately, I gotta kill my boy Charmander. Mm-hmm. I like all of them, like, because Squirtle and Charmander are, like, tied for me, mm-hmm. but I most often than not pick Squirtle out of the two. Mm. But Bulbasaur is my fucking dude. Um, second one, Chikorita, Oof. Cyndaquil, Oof. Totodile. Ah, oh, shit, man. Um, I think I gotta go... Train Cyndaquil, um, trade Chikorita, kill Totodile. Chikorita and Cyndaquil were all my Why do we have to be so conflicting? Because! (laughs) I'm training Totodile. I am trading Cyndaquil, and I'm killing Chikorita. Snip, snip. No, not the beer. Or anything else. Um and lastly choppy choppy. Uh Trico uh Finnekin, I believe that's what it is. No, Torchic. Yeah. Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip. Um Damn. Uh Train Making dad noises. I ca- I can't make a decision. I don't know them that well. Okay. Um. For me, train, 
Mudkip, mm-hmm. Trade, Trico, Kill Torchic. I heard you like Mudkips. I do like Mudkips. Nice. He is he is my go-to every single time I play any Gen 3 things. Nice. I mean, the next one, uh, I forgot the other two's names, but my favorite Poke- my favorite starter Pokemon of all time is in the fourth gen, mm-hmm. and that's and that's Turtwig. So I'm gonna train Torch uh, Turtwig and kill the other ones. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't want to kill any of them, honestly. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, if rules you got rules of the game, rules of the game. Hands are tied. Um, <laughs> I got the. For a fun crossover event, what Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad members would you put together, like the current films? Uh, Groot, King Shark, Buddy Cop movie. Okay. I want um, Peacemaker and Drax the Destroyer. Oh, that would be amazing. Because then he's going to be like, if this whole thing was in a... A field of dicks, I would eat all of them. And then Drax just looking at him, not getting, like, metaphors or, like, that he's joking. Taking it very literal. He's like, where would you find that many penises? That's true. Oh, my God. (laughs) That'd be amazing. Or just a really confusing Weasel and Groot movie. Oh. No, I changed my answer. (laughs) Weasel Weasel and Groot buddy cop movie. (laughs) Just... Weasel looking coked out of his mind for like an hour and 15 minutes. And Groot saying nothing but his name. Oh, it'd be amazing. Where's oh my, my Weasel God. solo film? The Cat in the Hat 2003, but it's, but it's Weasel instead. Instead of Casey running the gauntlet, it's just Weasel running through children. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it is. I want to um, see a remake of Michael Myers' Cat in the Hat, but it's the Weasel. Okay, uh, this is the one that's going to take a long time. Nice. With the four pay-per-views this weekend... Shit. <laughs> what match are you looking forward to the most? I'm, I'm going to say card, honestly, unless you remember a match out of everything. Uh-huh. Um, and which one could you give two shits about? Um, I'm going to run down what the, car- what the cards are. Because mm-hmm. I have them all right here. Nice. NXT TakeOver 36. Damn. One last run before Ilya they... Dragunov. Ooh, okay. Mm. Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. Oh, boy. Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. Okay. LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Oof. Uh, and Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Yo. Then we got SummerSlam. Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Mm. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one he told us not to pick. Um. The Usos versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Okay. That could be very good. Yes. Um, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Nice. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Oh, fuck. Sheamus versus Damian Priest. All right. <laughs> AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro. Yo. 
Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. God damn. Okay. Mm. Okay. Now we're away from WWE. Good. Now we got Ring of Honor. They have two shows this weekend. Glory by Honor Night 1 and Glory by Honor Night 2. Nice. Uh, La Faction Ingobernables, which is Dragon Lee, Kenny King, and La Bestia Del Ring and Roosh. Nice. Versus Brody King, Tony Deppin, Homicide, and Chris Dickinson. All right. I know, right? Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Rhett Titus. Nice. Uh, it's two members of... Uh, I forgot what their name is, but it's the two, they're on the same team. Uh, they have to face each other for the pure championship. Oof. Okay. Brian Brian Johnson versus EC3. All uh, right. Ray Horace versus Silas Young. Ooh. Uh, Angelina Love and Mandy Leon versus Vita Von Starr and a partner to be determined. Okay. Um. The um. And D- Dak Draper and Danhausen facing Demonic Flamita. Oh, Dak Draper versus Danhausen versus Demonic Flamita versus Ela Isom versus Mike Bennett versus PJ Black. Ooh. Okay. Winner gets a world championship number one ranking spot. Nice. Um, and then we have night two. Which is Shane Taylor Promotions versus Incoherence, De- Delirious, Frightmare, and uh, Hollow Wicked. Nice. Dalton Castle versus Danhausen. Yo, okay. Flip Gordon and Flamita versus the Briscoes. Ooh. Uh, Violence Unlimited versus the Foundation. Okay. Brody King, Tony Deppin, Homicide, and Dickinson. Versus Jay Lethal, Gresham, Rhett Titus, and Tracy Williams. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Los Faxion and Galbanables versus Bandito and Ray Horace. Ooh. And the Steel Cage match versus Matt with Matt Taven versus Vincent. Okay. Okay, so. Oh, hold on. Chelsea Green and Willow Nightingale. Versus Miranda Alizé and Roxy. And uh, LSG versus world famous CB. I don't know who CB is, but... C- I might. I might, but I don't know right now. <laughs> Doesn't sound So what, which matches are you excited for? Uh, I'm honestly... Anything with Danhausen in it. Um, yeah. I'm not really invested in NXT right now because they're about to run that shit into the ground. Which, fuck you, Vince. Um, uh, I'm invested in Cena versus Reigns, but... That should be good. That should be really good. What they're doing to build it up is great. They just need to stop reminding me of better things while they're trying to do (laughs) it. Uh, (laughs) Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, CM Punk. I'm I'm going (laughs) to hop over that barricade and blow you a little kiss. You're not going anywhere, so it doesn't matter. Like, you didn't come out you and be like, hop over that barricade and be like, another Fast and Furious movie. You didn't. You, you're not not under contract. You're definitely under contract. So they're, they're, I'm not invested in that. 
You're just from you just make me want to go on Peacock and watch something else, which oh those sons of bitches. <laughs> ah! Um my matches are Walter and Ila Dragonoff. Yes. Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Um yeah, the uh, Roman versus Cena, I'm in I'm kind of in intrigued. Um I wanna see um, Los Faxion Ingo Benavides versus Violence Unlimited. Yes. And uh, Matt Taven versus Vincent. 100%. Like, good cards all across the board, except for SummerSlam, which sucks. <laughs> and uh, last question is Evan. And, and we're going we're gonna to say the question, go to the song for y'all to listen to it. And then we're going to go back into it. Yeah. He goes, what do you think of the new Sync With Me song? This song just dropped at midnight and at 2 p.m. So in like like an hour after this probably goes up, it's going to drop on Dreambound on YouTube, which is huge. They go, what do you think of the new Sync With Me song? So Hmm. without further ado, this is Sync With Me with Secrets.
God damn. That was. God damn. God damn. I'm fired up. I tell you what. I tell you what. No, no. That, uh. I was sync with me with secrets. Uh, fucking that shit hit me like brick. Uh, amazing, really resonates with me personally as I am a survivor of abuse. I don't talk about that on the podcast a lot, but damn that shit, good shit, boys, good shit. Shit bussin', shit bussin', dude. I'm gonna kick somebody in the teeth the next time I see you guys at a show. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, I I liked a lot of it. Um, I'm not too big of a fan of that kind of post-hardcore most of the time. Mm-hmm. Post-hardcore, metalcore, like that style. Um, but I will say, I got vibes of Anchor Lines. Yes, mad Anchor Lines. A lot of our like non-New England people have no idea who Anchor Lines is. Yeah. Um, I, to that, I tell you, listen to bands that slap. Anchor Lines um, is fucking dope. Uh Always has been dope. And, always will be dope. Uh, Jeff, please get Anchor Lines back together if you're listening. Um, yes. Please don't take this the wrong way, Evan, or anybody from the band that's listening that might take this the wrong way. Uh, it kind of felt like Pierce the Veil meets Anchor Lines. Mm. And I, I, I was getting vibes from that, but I know like in the scene, Pierce the Veil is very like one way or the other. People either really like them or they really hate them. So I'm not sure where y'all stand. So that I was kind of getting that with the more higher vocals and like the kind of pop punky energeticness at times. And then once the breakdowns and more metal style things hit, you got the anchor lines aspect. I I'm not seeing Pierce the Veil there. Um, Maybe just because of lack of knowledge of many of those bands. I'm probably just going with the one band that I know that encapsulates that a little bit for me. Yeah, I mean, Pierce the Veil always, um, not, don't get me wrong, like, I like some of their songs, but, like, Pierce the Veil is one of those bands that was, like, it's a little, little late. If, if they feature somebody I like, I would listen to them, but, like, um, it's not really, that, they're, they just don't really have it for me. Uh, but, like, I, I wasn't getting that vibe from this. Uh, I got... Regardless, I, I liked the song. It's not. I'm not saying I didn't like it. Yeah. I'm not too uh, well-versed in that style. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to compare it to bands, and I, I fall flat because I don't know many. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Evan, you did great. Everybody, Jake, Apollo, y'all did fucking sick. Joe did sick. Everybody did fucking great. Shit. I'm definitely looking forward to more releases. I'm definitely going to share it a lot more tonight after the podcast comes out. Oh, exactly. I've been fucking singing praises all morning. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But yeah, no. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. What's next on the docket, y'all? Um, before we reach the main thing of today, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Such good shit. Such good Um, shit. We have, oh, I have, a handful of just, just disses, roasting of various, uh, superheroes, both DC and Marvel. I found, uh, in one big thread, and then some of them I went out and looked for them. And some of these are really good, and I figure we're in the superhero mood. I'm mm-hmm. going to put out some superhero stuff. 
Let's do it. So, someone goes, imagine being a Gotham City and your brother is in Metropolis talking about how Superman saved a whole-ass orphanage. And then you look outside just in time to see Batman beating the shit out of some penny-pinching thug who fell on hard times. <laughs> oh, Batman. <laughs> he saved a whole orphanage. Hey, not in my town. You're not going to be a hobo. Just beating him up. Jesus. Um, That's uh, true. Black, Pan Black Panther got beat up by his cousin. And on top of that, he opened up Wakanda to the Americans. Bro, you really think a dude who named himself Captain America is not going to colonize you and steal your vibranium at the first opportunity? What a dumb guy. Oh, R.I.P. Chadwick. Um, Captain Marvel. Type of person that waits until a problem has already gotten out of hand before offering any help so they can look like a hero. Where was she when Thanos first landed on Earth? Out in space twerking for aliens? <laughs> God, I mean, that's true, though. Like, where the fuck were you? <laughs> um, then we got Batman can't even fight crime if it's cloudy. Uh, uh, Batman can't even fight cloud crime if it's cloudy. Bruce looking for the bat signal on a clear night. Like, guess crime took a break tonight. <laughs> Iron Man wishes he was Batman so bad has no hand-to-hand -hand combat skills can't do anything in his suit but if a suit run out of batteries he's just a hyped up elon musk that's true i mean, hate to say it uh then i also like don't talk to me about batman's knuckle game bane was folding him like a lawn chair while simultaneously giving him a history lesson that's true and last one Y'all wouldn't fuck with Batman if he was a real person. If Elon Musk took some Taekwondo classes, put on a suit, and was driving around New York City beating the shit out of weed dealers and henchmen, y'all would riot. That's true. <laughs> so like, none of these are wrong, but it's just like the way people word them and the takes that they are. That's there was true. something else saying uh, that Batman was nothing but uh, Mark Cuban with dead parents. Um, yeah, I've always said Mark Cuban is like the real life Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but with that, uh, I picked, I think, 23, 20, I don't think I made it to 25, but I think it's definitely 23 or 24 uh, oh, movies. Yeah. And I listed them in the order I thought about them. But then I looked at them and I was like, you know what, this might end up just being like very one sided all the way until the end. So we're going to throw it in a randomizer, and the randomizer gave us a better list. That's well, good. A better, a better jumbled list, because I didn't want it to be like, oh, this one's like, okay, maybe. This one, okay, maybe. And then this third one dominates the fucking list. Yeah, that's because uh, superhero movies are really good, but some of them are really bad. The, like the yeah. the spectrum is too big for so this one is very much up in the air for me it might be very one-sided for you yeah uh gauntlet starts off with dr strange versus winter soldier Ooh. um mm, i liked winter soldier more but dr strange is really good but i liked winter soldier more okay okay so now i get rid of dr strange uh next we have Winter Soldier versus Venom. Winter Soldier. <laughs> okay. 
Winter Soldier versus my favorite of the two, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Winter Soldier. Okay, shit. I don't, like, I don't want this to happen. Ends up happening. Um, <laughs> Winter Soldier versus Ant-Man. Uh, Bro. <laughs> Winter Soldier. I knew that one. I didn't, I didn't think you liked Winter Soldier that much. So Winter like, Soldier uh, is a fucking uh, political thriller. Like, yeah. Plus, that one overall is my favorite Captain America movie. Oh, of course. Um, Winter Soldier versus Deadpool two. Ooh. Mm. I'm gonna have to pick Winter Soldier again. That was close though. Oh <laughs> uh, damn it! I I feel like these next two are gonna be the same thing, but the third one is the tipping point. Yes. Okay, Winter Soldier versus Ed Norton's Incredible Hulk. Uh, Winter Soldier, like, Edward's and Tribal Hulk is good, but, like, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier versus Captain Marvel. <sighs> Winter I really Soldier. liked Captain Marvel. I really liked Captain Marvel, but Winter Soldier takes it purely on the fact that it's, um, I mean, it's just one of the smarter Mar Marvel movies written, like, Marvel. Can I go out there on a record and say I cried in Captain Marvel? That's true. Very emotional beats, and it's not—it's not a bad she, movie. When she comes back, and the daughter is like, "I want to be like you." Oh, I'm like, oh. the heartstrings, man. <laughs> okay, now we play hardball. I feel like now it gets a little harder going forward. Like almost every one of these. Oh yes. Winter Soldier versus Dark Knight. Ooh, crime drama. Um. I don't know, man. Dark Knight takes that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Told you it's going to be a tipping point. Not, this one might be a little easier. Winter, Sol Winter Soldier is a good superhero movie, but Dark Knight is just uh, cinema. Like. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight versus Age of Ultron. This is Age of Dark Knight. Like, I really liked Age of Ultron. It was oh. so well done. The cinematography and the special effects for that were fucking chef's kiss. Oh, amazing. Dark Knight versus Days of Futures Past. Dark Knight. <laughs> uh, they put two X-Men movies side by side on this. So, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Dark Knight. X-Men Apocalypse kind of sucked. <laughs> Man, I don't like you for that opinion. <laughs> Dark Knight versus the new Suicide Squad. Oof. Uh, I'm going to have to... I'd love the new Suicide Squad movie, but I'm going to have to give it to The Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this one. So, Dark Knight versus the original, Iron, the first Iron Man movie. Oof. I mean, they came out the same year. Um, Did they really? Yep, 2008. Shit. Uh, I thought the first Iron Man movie was, like, a long time before that. Okay. No, um... Dark Knight still takes it, man. Like, okay. Oh, this this might be one. Dark Knight versus Endgame. Endgame. Okay. You, you there we go. We got it. You we can't it. save. I mean, as good as the Dark Knight is, it's only as good as it's Batman. And yeah. Endgame I, had so many things culminate at at once. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a fan. Like Joker makes that movie. 
Joker and the story itself make that movie. Everything else, I was never a fan of Nolan's Gotham. I don't like Nolan's Gotham. It's too real for me. You just stuck Batman in Chicago. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like that. I, I'm more of a fan of um, Burton's Gotham. Because Burton's Gotham is fantastic. Like it's, people with clown makeup hanging from fire escapes and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Burton's Gotham is amazing. Uh, it's uh, The first line of Sam Ham's script is... Gotham, Gotham City looks like hell erupted from the pavement and kept going up. And just the set, set design from Anton first, like, it feels like Gotham City. And no offense to uh, Chris Nolan, but that never felt like Gotham. And Christian Bale's Batman, to me, never felt like Batman. He just felt like uh, a dude. Endgame versus Man of Steel. Endgame. Okay. I, I had a feeling I fucking hate Superman. Uh, but... I like Superman in the right context. They didn't... You have to give Superman human problems to solve. Uh, you can That's also Endgame. have him fight... You can have him fight aliens, but you also have to give him humanity... And they did the opposite in that movie. And okay. Endgame versus my personal favorite, Batman Forever. Ooh, Endgame. Uh, I'm a big Val Kilmer Batman fan. Batman Forever is not the terrible movie everybody says it is. Uh, uh, the script is better. There's a lot of stuff like the they they hacked that movie to death. Uh, a lot of stuff was shot. That would have added context to the climax. Uh, Bruce's whole arc. Like, at least he had an arc in this movie. Um, like, I'm not gonna... Like, I read the Batman Forever novelization because it's it's better. It's restructured. There's subplots that were dropped that, made, that just make it better. You don't get acting if you're, if you're reading the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. You don't get the stiff wood in it. What the fuck was Tommy Lee Jones doing as Two-Face? <laughs> that's... Like, that's a question, but, like, I don't have an answer of how to make it better. I couldn't have thought of another person for Two-Face for two at the time. Well, no, no, like, no. Tommy Lee Jones was great, great casting, but he was trying to compete with Jim Carrey's Riddler. He shouldn't have been trying to compete. He should have been doing something different, like playing straight man. Like, because he has this beautiful monologue at the beginning and a beautiful monologue at the end, but in between that, he's just the Joker again. <laughs> um, so, Endgame or Batman Forever? Endgame? Endgame. Endgame. Uh, get your okay. bat butts and your bat nipples out of here. <laughs> no, wasn't George Clooney the bat nipples? That. Kilmer had the bat nipples too. He also had an uh, ass shot at the end. Sculpted uh, bat ass. And Robin ass. <laughs> maybe that's subconsciously why I like that movie. That's so Joel Schumacher right there. That's 100% him. Okay. Two very different movies. Uh, Endgame and Logan. Oof. Both of them were tearjerkers. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Logan here. Cause... Damn! I knew, like, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I was like, this is one that 
Endgame Endgame is great, but there's years worth of context for that. And while there is a bunch of stuff that leads up to Logan, Logan just self-contained. It's a Clint Eastwood movie, but with Wolverine in it. Like all the people who are in the know are thinking this is just a movie about the Boston airport. (laughs) (laughs) What's so good about Logan? Every time I go there, they treat me like shit. It's true. Um, Logan versus my favorite movie of all, my favorite superhero movie of all time, to the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse, ooh, that's a top. Like, it's really hard to compare those movies, though. I know. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say Into the Spider Verse because Spider Man is my favorite superhero. Uh, so. Mine too. There you go. Uh, Into the Spider Verse versus Justice League. Into the Spider Verse. Okay. Hey, I'm not. I'm not pointing these because this is how I think of them. This is how the light, the list went. Um, this is <laughs> Into the Spider Verse versus Green Lantern. Into the Spider Verse. Green Lantern growing up was my favorite superhero until I saw the movie and I lost all hope and I abandoned him. You just keep reading the comics, man. Jeff Johns' uh-huh. run on Green Lantern is one of the greatest space epics of all time. Uh. Into the Spider-Verse versus Kick-Ass. Oof. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse, but I really like Kick-Ass, the first one, and kind of the second one. Okay, and we approach the last one, which seems kind of fitting. I didn't do this, but we kind of referenced it earlier. Mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse versus Batman Returns. Ooh, god damn. Uh, <sighs> Batman Returns, can't. Damn. Batman Returns. I, I think that was a pretty good gauntlet. That was a very good gauntlet. Batman Returns, uh, for me, it just holds a special place. I watch it every Christmas. Like, um, I just actually watched Batman 89 yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, I watch Batman Returns every Christmas. It was my favorite Batman movie up until The Dark Knight. And... I, because I was an edgelord teenager, I wanted everything to be real. Everything's dark and gritty. Yeah. But now that, like, I still hold Nolan's trilogy to a high standard, but I have grown an appreciation for, much like when I was a kid, to Burton's world, even though it's dark and Batman kills people. But, uh, which is another thing that they brought into Batman Forever. It was part of Bruce's whole arc. Is that Dick is like, I don't want to be a killer. Or, I want to kill Two-Face. And Bruce is like, dude, I, did you not watch the last two movies? I kill people all the time. You don't want to do that. <laughs> and then he kills Two-Face. <laughs> Which is the, rare this... time, the rare time I'm ever going to quote ICP. And it's... I kill people like everyday folk. <laughs> yeah, and fucking, that's one of the things that bugs me about Batman Forever. Is he gives Dick this whole spiel about, like, listen, I killed the Joker. I, I killed a bunch of people. I killed the person that killed my parents. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to do that. Killing, killing is badong. And, uh, and then he just kills Two-Face. It's like when your boss is like, don't do drugs because we have a wellness policy. But then you go into his his office unannounced and it's just like he's doing coke off his desk. Yeah, he's doing mountains of cocaine. Bruce is doing mountains of killing. Like, right there. You saw him do it. He threw the coins and Two-Face fell. In the script, it's better. In the script, uh, Two-Face 
hits one of the other girders and like catches himself. And then Dick was yeah. like, why don't you make a decision for yourself for once? So he flips the coin bad side up and Two-Face jumps. So it absolves Bruce of any killing. And people try to defend the decision like he saved Dick from becoming a killer by killing Two-Face. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, he just uh, is a huge, big old hypocrite. But Batman Returns, special place in my heart. Always, forever, will love that movie. Uh, so as we come to a close, I want to make the announcement that, uh, yes, our online presence is a little weird at the moment oh, yeah. because Facebook sucks and hit us with multiple things that weren't even that bad in the first, in like one day. We got hit with like six things. And then everybody who was an admin on our Facebook page got demoted to fucking moderator so we can't make changes Luckily enough, I was able to set the page for deletion. It is up in the air on whether or not we'll be back on Facebook, but we'll be still doing things. We'll still be on every other thing, and we'll still be utilizing our own personal Facebooks. So please keep an eye out for what might come in the future. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at JPF Podcast. Those are going to be very active. Yes, And check us out on TikTok. At Bands That Slap, we recently broke 1,000 follows. I believe right now we're at, like, I think 1,060. Um, we're doing very well. I'm going to try to promote shows coming up and the podcast more on the TikTok instead of just clips of bands. Yes. Uh, Casey, anything you want to plug? Uh, I have nothing right now, um, but I might have some stuff in the future. We'll see. Okay. And uh, with that, we have another song, the last song of the night, oh, that, came, that came out today at midnight, just like the last one. This one I haven't listened to. Um, Which is This new. is our homie and my uh, my producer, Travis, with his new band, Stands Abandoned. Hey, I used and to be in that. Their new song called Oceans of Mistakes. So oh, definitely check shit. that out. Have a good night.